Hey guys, welcome to Timmons Podcast. Uh, today I got to interview Kayla. She's super awesome. Um, excited for you guys to hear the conversation we had. She's just a brilliant person. Uh, super creative, definitely an influencer. Had a lot of very, very deep things to say and was very impactful. Um, I'm really thankful that we got this the opportunity to get together and talk about different stuff. Um, totally just met randomly. Not randomly, but uh, someone mentioned that I should interview her on Twitter. Uh, DM'd her, and then here we are. So, uh, really cool uh, ability to to be connected because of Twitter. If you guys uh, aren't following me, feel free to follow me on Twitter. Um, and just if you've never listened to this podcast, um, I just it's going to be cool conversations with cool people. Uh, this is the Timmons Podcast, and uh, without further ado, here's Kayla. Rolling. Cool. Welcome. Right. Yeah. Thank you. <laughs> it's, it's pretty chill. Uh, we just have a conversation. These things will be in the way, but then eventually okay. they'll be out of the way, if that makes sense. Yeah, that makes sense. Should I introduce myself? Yeah, or? introduce yourself. Okay, uh, my name is Kayla Sarai Flores. Um, I'm a 21-year-old college student. You know, I'm just here to talk on the podcast. Talk shit about Goshen. <laughs> yeah, talk shit about Goshen. <laughs> <laughs> awesome. Um, wh- well, I'll ask you at the end where people can find you. So Okay. Um, but how we connected was on Twitter. Yeah. Um, so we have mutuals who actually you've never actually met. Yeah, I've never was, actually met, but she's, <laughs> she's cool as fuck. So. She's cool as fuck. That's what I know. <laughs> shout out to Rima. Shout out slash Spice Chai on Twitter. <laughs> um, I think actually we've never physically met either. So isn't that oh, okay. just weird? Let's all like have yeah. a party or something. <laughs> yeah, exactly. I'll throw a party. I throw some bangers here sometimes. All right, all right, so. bet. Uh, in 2016, I threw a New Year's party that had probably 100 people in oh, this house. Oh, dang. Uh, beer bong went all the way to the second floor. <laughs> uh, so I got a little lit. All right, let's, let's try to top that. Okay. <laughs> it's easy. It's not too hard. <laughs> I know a lot of people. So, um, But yeah, so she, she connected us, which was pretty cool. Um, mm-hmm. She said, you are an, an empowered woman of Goshen. Uh, <laughs> so I kind of want to dig into that here a little bit. That, But I just kind of want to hear your backstory and okay. just... You know, who you are as a person. All right. Okay. Okay. Let's see. Every time someone asks me a question, who are you? And I'm like, I really don't know. Mm. <laughs> I think that's that's actually pretty accurate because, you know, we're always evolving as people. And looking back, even like a few months ago, I've really changed. And, you know, some of it not not good change, some of it good change. And, you know, it's what comes with the territory, just, you know, being a human. Yeah. And you know, living life. Life's a definitely a dream. Yeah. Yeah. So interesting. Okay. Yeah, uh, my dad is an immigrant from Mexico. Dope. He immigrated here about like what twenty five years ago, maybe more. Actually, maybe twenty seven, something like that. Yeah, and then my mom is Mexican, born and raised um, from Texas. So oh, we have cool. a lot of like, um, I guess like Texas roots, you know. Yeah, we're at in Texas. Uh, San Antonio. San Antonio, Yeah, okay. the best city in Texas. I've been to <laughs> Dallas and I've been to Austin, and both those places were really cool spots okay, in Texas. Okay, well, yeah, I've been to San Antonio, so. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, okay, that's cool. No, not to hate on anyone from Boston, but, or uh, Dallas or, yeah, Austin. But um, that's cool. So he did, so when he moved over here, did he move to Texas? Or no, did he go straight actually. to Goshen? So he went, he came here to Indiana, like, the um why? <laughs> yeah, right okay go ahead, go ahead. so basically the story is and the reason why there's so many uh, like hispanics here like particularly mexicans especially from the area that my dad is from he's from Aguascalientes, um 
like near the border of Jalisco. Okay. And so, yeah, basically there was a lot of advertisement saying that there was RV work here. So basically a lot of factory work. And that's why him and, you know, all of his brothers and sisters came to this area. Interesting. Yeah. So it's interesting because you wouldn't think that people would want to come, you know, to Indiana. What is there besides like cornfields? But there is a lot of work. And, you know, that's why he moved here to have a better life. So, yeah. yeah. Does he still work in the RV industry? He doesn't work in the RV industry, but he works. um, He is a uh, welder. So he welds metal for um, like the, I forget what they're called, the things that hold the the grain, basically. Oh, silos. Yes, silos. Very cool. (laughs) Don't ask me why I don't know that word. No, it's okay. (laughs) It's a difficult word, I guess. No, um, that's interesting. So growing up, uh, I had a neighbor, so. I lived in Gush my whole life, so, like, all my neighbors yeah, were same. Mexican. So, <laughs> like, it's cool. Um, but I remember my, like, little, little, and uh, they, like, just moved into the block, and I was, like, hanging out with them. And he's like, yeah, there's a sign. And it said, go to Goshen. Like, in the yes. city. I'm like, yes. oh, okay. That's what they have. Yeah. Said, like, there's work in Goshen. <laughs> yeah. Like, I think that's kind of cool, though. Yeah. So, we definitely, Goshen, Elkhart County needs, like, we had 12,000 jobs available. Mm-hmm. Two years ago, like twelve thousand jobs. Yeah. Like, how are we yeah. gonna produce enough people to? How are the Mexicans seeing the jobs if there's no, so many jobs? Yeah, that's so <laughs> bullshit. Yeah, it's so bullshit. So yeah. yeah, I think that's the one thing um, that I really have enjoyed is living in this community and always being like, the Hispanic culture has always been part of this mm-hmm. community for my lifetime. Yeah. So like I, I mean, I grew up in the north side of Goshen, which is over like if you go over the railroad tracks. There's like a, 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 it's not a very nice neighborhood, um, mm-hmm. but like that's what I grew up in. And my neighbors were all Mexican. I didn't know that they were Mexican. They're just my neighbors. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like yeah, was, when you're a kid, you don't really notice yeah. anything. And so, coming out of that, you know what I mean? Like now I'm growing older. Okay, there are different things, but like Goshen has such a unique culture of people mm-hmm. that I love that. So yeah. it's really cool. Yeah. Sorry, sorry to interrupt. But <laughs> you're yeah, fine. So he came to Goshen. Yep. Okay. And actually, this is where he met my mom. They met at a church that they both um, began to go to. Oh, cool. And my mom's story is really interesting. And it's just kind of crazy to see, like, how she ended up here and, like, how our family ended up here, you know. Kind of how I ended up, you know, who I am today is because of her. So, yeah, she was born and raised in San Antonio, Texas. Um, her, her mom got terminally ill when she was a teenager so my mom had to drop out of high school to um, help her and then she eventually died when my mom was 19 and so yeah my mom she just decided like there's not really anything for me here in Texas and she um, came up north she moved to Indiana to this area because when her family was little she grew up really poor like dirt poor and so they would come up um to this area every summer to like pick fruit and so mm. one of her older brothers had moved up here already and she moved up you know with him because that's what you know kind of the family that she had left and she wanted something new and she ended up joining the army or the national guard and she was reserved there and that's where she started to train as a nurse oh uh, that's cool yeah so she decided she worked some factory jobs and she worked factory jobs here while going to school, while going to college. 
and she studied her ass off and she became a nurse she actually graduated college while she was pregnant with me Holy yeah, crap. I was I wasn't so <laughs> technically I already graduated college. <laughs> <laughs> so you were like there while she was walking and stuff. Yeah, too. that yeah, and that's intense. yeah, and she had my older sister too. So okay, yeah, she had two of us. She recently, a few years ago, went back to college and got her. She got her associates, and then she got her bachelor's when she went back. Oh wow! Yeah, so she just went for the nursing degree. Yeah. Wow. Okay. Yeah, and then she got her bachelorette while um, still raising her entire family, which is amazing. Like, yeah. if, like, I even am a third of what she is when I am her age, that'll be enough. That's so cool, though. Yeah. That's so cool. That was one of my questions is, like, what, what, who are women in your life that have made an impact on oh, your life? Oh, yeah, definitely her. It sounds like it. Yeah, she's the first, you know, female that I had in my life, female influence I had in my life, and I'm so lucky that it was, like, such a strong, like, woman. Like, this girl, like, she knows how to shoot a bazooka, like, and a <laughs> ri- she can take apart and put back together a rifle. That's scary. Yeah. That's lucky scary. <laughs> it's like when, when guys come over to the house, it's not your dad polishing yeah, the shotgun. Yeah, it's my mom. <laughs> <laughs> that's awesome. Uh, oh, that's, that's so cool. So, um, so, all right, so, you are how many are in your family there are six of us so my mom and dad me and then i have three other um siblings okay older and younger uh one older and two younger all girls dang okay yeah that's awesome (laughs) yeah my dad always jokes like he's always surrounded by women and even our dogs are girls Uh, (laughs) (laughs) i think that's why he raised us like pretty much like boys (laughs) That's cool though. Yeah. Yeah. It's like these are my little guys. <laughs> yeah. Which is totally fine. That's cool. So, um, so is your mom still a nurse? Yeah, she is. She recently you- just went back to being a nurse at Goshen Hospital. Okay. Um, she's a badass nurse. I I just like can't stop bragging about her. <laughs> no, brag. Take an hour and just brag about. Yeah, her. she Let's actually, <laughs> she actually, um, a few years ago accepted a position as a manager of home care nurses. But, like, she wasn't actually doing nursing. So she decided to go back because that's what she really loves to do. Yeah. Mm-hmm. That's cool. So she's found her passion. Yeah. Yeah. That's so cool. And your dad's a welder. That's good, too, because he's not part of the industry. But he, like, you know, he has those skills mm-hmm. to, like, you know, we need welders. Yeah. It's so bad how, how many trade jobs we need. So. Yeah. Yeah. That's cool. Uh, interesting. It's going back to, like, um stealing our jobs that's so bullshit so i know when i've lived in other places like mm-hmm. i would tell them like i'm from this place where 50 percent of the population is hispanic mm-hmm. and maybe in the 80s i don't think it was that way but it was yeah it was maybe like very five percent ten percent it's grown a lot it's grown a lot yep. and i'm um, said without the hispanic community like our whole our whole industry the rv industry and the, the place that mm-hmm. we live would be just complete like utter ruins I don't know if you remember when they were trying to put that ICE establishment in Elkhart County. I remember that. Yeah. And <laughs> 100%, even though 80% of Elkhart County voted for Trump, 100% of the people of the business owners said, no, this is not mm-hmm. a possibility. Yeah. Because they realized, they knew that, you know, the Hispanic community was needed yeah. in our community for our full community to actually function. Yeah. And so I thought that was a really good, 
I saw so I was living in Florida at the time. I saw a Wall Street Journal uh, article. They're like, this is so weird. Like, they all vote for Trump, but they love Hispanics. I'm like, right. I'm like, that's Goshen, you know? Yeah. Like, I love that. that they're, it, it doesn't break down to those things when a lot of the people are saying it breaks down to those things. So, I well, mean, to a certain extent. To, to, to a certain <laughs> extent. And I would love to hear your, your – because you said a little bit yeah. about – And so I'd love to hear um, some of the stuff that you've dealt with because of that. Mm-hmm. So that's something – okay, for me – I have no clue about. That is something that I have no clue about. Yeah. Um, being white. <laughs> you know? So mm-hmm. I would like to hear about that. Yeah. Um, you guys may not be able to see it because it's a podcast, but I can... He is indeed white. <laughs> <laughs> Very much so. <laughs> I don't deny it. So. Yeah. So I remember the day that Trump got elected. And I was in class. I just got out of class. And me and all of my commuter friends, which basically 80% are Hispanic, mm-hmm. we were sitting there um, in one of the lounges and we were all just like, like some of us were even crying because just of like, yeah. And so people, we had like a meeting, I guess, at school and basically what they were saying was like, they were trying to like calm us down and like use reasoning. But, you know, it is something that, impacts you know my community um very much so a lot you know you get emotional about it but yeah so my experience in this uh trump era has Mm. been quite interesting Mm. especially something that i really want to point out is you kind of like see who never really saw you as an equal i remember having friends in high school white friends, you know, and I don't know, maybe some of them were Republicans or conservatives or whatever. I have no problem against like other democratic parties or other parties. Political parties? Yeah. Okay. So, but this like Trump era changed a lot um, because it became something of race, you know, and it's kind of like, disheartening to see some people that I was really close with in high school uh, end up being Trump supporters and Trump advocates and just advocates of like that hatred and maybe they say oh well just because I support Trump I'm not racist well why do you support Trump what are the reasons you know and it just kind of sucks do they have any good reasons yeah uh nope no so it kind of sucks seeing like people that you thought were your friends um, support someone who doesn't see you as a equal actual well, yeah as an actual person yeah. of value yeah yeah that's exactly yeah that's unfortunate. Have you had things done to you now that he is in office? Have people been emboldened? Do you think? Um, a lot of them on the internet. I will say. Okay, internet. That, yeah. But that's always a place that people are feel more emboldened. Yeah. Twitter, um, was it the Drake line about Twitter fingers turned to trigger fingers or something <laughs> like that? You know, like, okay. Like, they, people, people do feel emboldened. They're keyboard warriors. Yeah. Because like, there's no repercussion. Like, if you were to say something terrible to your face, mm-hmm. like, if I was to say something terrible to your face, I would mm-hmm. expect to get slapped or punched or something. Yeah. But when it's online, mm-hmm. and also... This is a podcast about you, so I, I won't try to talk too much about I, I think what's happened is the way our internet has connected us has been awesome, but it's also devalued people to just, like, electronic profiles. Mm-hmm. 
that I don't have a human connection with. Yeah. So I can't be me. I can be whatever I want to say because there's no, there's that's not real. Yeah, you're hiding but behind. It is something. a real yeah. person that you're talking to. So I don't know. It's yeah. Not, but yeah. <laughs> it's real, but it's not real. It's real. It's not real. <laughs> and I see that with like Tinder, and I see that with like you know, that Tinder just totally changes the relationship aspect that we all kind of want into this like. You, you're just a profile and it just turns mm-hmm. into like objects yeah you know like guys are just objects and these girls are just objects and they're not actual real people even though like three pictures in a, in a bio yeah what is that gonna, gonna tell you it's not gonna tell you anything <laughs> that they have a cute dog that's pretty much yeah. it <laughs> which i do base a lot on my decision <laughs> so i guess that works out kind of but yeah that's interesting that's very interesting um yeah, I'd like to hear a little bit more about that. I don't know if you want to have, if you have more to talk about the Trump era and how mm-hmm. that's affected you. Um, I'd also like to hear who you think has uh, a ab- ability to beat him coming up in 2020. Ooh, okay. that's tough. Like, who do you like? Because there's, all right, so right now there's like 30 different people yeah. running, you know, or 20 different people running. Okay, I'm going to say this and maybe, I don't know, maybe you do support him, but like, I'm not really into Bernie Sanders, okay. <laughs> per se. That's I mean, fine. he's kind Gosh, of an, another um, old, rich, white man, you know. And yeah. I think yeah. we need, you know, a new perspective in office. Maybe I'm a little biased, but I really like Pete. <laughs> I like Pete as well. Yeah. You know, I'm not really going to, like, be dead set on a decision right now because I feel like every time I voted, I haven't been, like, totally informed, which is something that I need to work on. So definitely being more informed. Like, I don't even know all three of the candidates, you know? Yeah. 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 There's a lot of different candidates. Mm -hmm. Um, But we haven't got to the primaries yet. So I think there'll be people that drop out or whatever. Mm -hmm. Um, I was pro Bernie last election. This election, not so much. He made, like, so much money off of his book deal. Yeah, he did. He kind of, like, got buyout money from the DNC, I felt Mm -hmm. like, because he stepped down. Which I think was kind of... That whole situation was kind of rough too, because a lot of people. I think Bernie would have had a good possibility of beating Donald Trump. Mm-hmm. I think. I mean, I don't know. Hindsight's twenty twenty, so you can see all that stuff. But then he got like this payout money, and then he made like a ton of money off of his books. Like, <laughs> Aren't you a socialist? And you give any money to like charities? So yeah. I'm like, okay, I don't know about this dude. <laughs> I like Pete as well, and I love the fact that he's from South Bend. Yeah. And I, I feel like that's empowering for me because it's like just a mayor from South Bend could be running right. as a presidential. Yeah. Mayor of Goshen or a college student from Goshen or a resident of this place. Could yeah. Be whatever. Like, it just brings it so much more tangible. Mm-hmm. And I've met Pete prior to him becoming a presidential candidate. He's a nice dude. <laughs> so, like, that helps too. You yeah. Know? And his husband's cool as well. Yeah. And just, I think just him running really opens, like, opens the door to, you know, other people. And I think it just sets a good precedent. Yeah. I think so too. And uh, he would be much more presidential than Donald Trump. Yeah, <laughs> I don't think I would consider him a president, but yeah. that's besides the point. Yeah, we definitely, if he, so he he has the possibility of being our president for another four years. Mm-hmm. But I think a caveat if he does become president is we should take away his Twitter. <laughs> yeah, I think, yeah. It's, not, it's just, yeah. <laughs> Even my Twitter is better than that. And my yeah. Twitter is just like a shit show. <laughs> it's a shit show. It's good though. It's a good shit show. So. <laughs> Now that I'm following you, without have you, it's not bad. <laughs> okay. And sometimes you just need a shit post. Yeah, you do. 
That's interesting. So that's that's one except thing when you're president. Except, <laughs> except when you're president. Then the shit posting is not allowed. You're like, you should have like interns posting or something. Like, right? Imagine yeah. Obama being like, she's like such a bitch. Blah blah blah. <laughs> Michelle's ass. You know what I'm <laughs> RT. <laughs> exactly. Yeah, I know. I don't know. It's yeah. It, I heard uh, Obama's about to do a podcast through Spotify, and he's gonna Ooh. do like a bunch of little ones. So I'm excited to hear him and Michelle. They're going to be doing like this podcast. So I love Michelle. Yeah. Do you think she'll ever run? Ooh. Um, I would love to see her running for president, but I think she does a really good job of outside of the presidency. So, yeah, I mean, being an influencer yeah. of people. Yeah, she does. She, so she, I think, yeah, whatever path she chooses will be the right one. Yeah. And for yeah. the best. That's good. Well, it'd be cool to see her run. I think mm-hmm. she'd have a better chance than some other yeah. people. So, yeah. Interesting. Yeah, very interesting. Well, that's cool. I think the only thing, for me personally, with Pete Buttigieg is he's white. He ain't a man. Mm-hmm. We've had a lot of white men. Yeah. So, well, yeah. I don't think... I don't know. I don't know how that's going to play out in this election. So, we'll see. Yeah. Where's Kanye, though? <laughs> yeah, where's Kanye, though? Yeah, exactly. Yeah, I don't know. He's waiting until Trump's... He loves Trump. What the heck? Yeah, that was like that, a, that really threw me for a loop. Yeah. He makes such good music. I love Kanye. Yeah. Like, Kanye, maybe stick to the music, yeah. man. <laughs> yeah. Don't, like Kanye 2020, that, that was pretty awesome. Yeah. I was, I was excited for that. I was going to vote for him, but... Really? <laughs> yeah. Prior to him going crazy about Trump. Yeah. Yeah. And the mental health, health stuff and, and things. So... You said you're a commuter at mm-hmm. uh, Goshen College. Yeah, at Goshen. So, yeah. what's that like? Like Oof. what? So I went to college. So what, for me, I, I stayed on campus for a couple of years and then off campus. Mm-hmm. But I was like, walked to, you know, it was like apartments right off campus. Okay. So what's it like being a commuter at Goshen? Is that a lot of people who are commuters? There is a good chunk of commuters um, at Goshen College. Like I said earlier. Most of the commuters are um, part of the Hispanic community, mm-hmm. which um, I really enjoy hanging out with them because, you know, it's Goshen College's majority um, white Mennonite people. Yeah. yeah so What's that like? <laughs> <laughs> okay. It's pretty interesting. Like, okay. I've met some, like, really cool, nice people. Yeah. But, you know, not everyone has the same perspective of you uh, as you. You know, not everyone has lived a similar lifestyle and that's okay people you know have different kinds of lives um it's a little bit harder to connect to people Mm. yeah a little bit harder um but it's you know it's a good thing to be friends with people who are different than you yeah it is a little rough especially being a commuter student um you know like the aspect of uh going to classes and having the same uh kind of uh, opportunities as people who live on campus. Um, probably not as many opportunities when you're a commuter. Yeah. And one of the things that I think Goshen College really needs to work on is kind of... Speak it up. Yeah. <laughs> Let's hear it. Is, um, you know, making it a more level playing field for those that commute. Um, and I say that because most of the commuters you know, they're commuters because they don't have the means, yep. yeah, to live on campus. Yep. They're mostly Hispanic and they're mostly first generation students. So, um, I have seen 
um, a lot of commuters drop out of Goshen College, um, not necessarily because they find Goshen College courses challenging, but because they can't pay for it or maybe they had to work like six days a week so they didn't have enough you know time to do their homework and their gpa was slipping and they lost some of the scholarships that they got Mm. and or like even for one example i i knew this girl who had to drop out because her parents wanted her to take care of her younger siblings so you know there's a big difference um that culture makes you know and i think maybe Goshen College should just do a little more for those kids, you know? And understand them. Mm-hmm. Yeah. It sounds like it. you're not being connected, and then also it just sounds like they don't really understand their commuting. Yeah. They do, they do a good job of, like, um, especially lately, they've had, like, different initiatives. initiatives. Um, so I think they're going towards the right path. But, yeah. yeah. There's definitely things that they could work on. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. That's tough. Especially... Like, not to shit on Goshen, but I know that their enrollment's been down, and mm-hmm. like they they have large buildings that are somewhat yeah. empty. And mm-hmm. It's like I don't know. You should oh stop it. <laughs> you should work on you know making sure that the people who are there now have a good experience because mm-hmm. good experiences you're just going to replicate. Yeah, so. definitely. It's interesting. So what's it like? Um, you're so you're not first generation. Mm-mm. Uh, your second second gen. Yeah, second gen. Okay. Uh, so your family dynamic might be a little different than those who are first generation. Yeah. Is there a lot of pressure to be a college graduate, or is there not pressure to be a college graduate? Ooh, there is definitely a lot of pressure. Okay. To be a college graduate, yeah. a lot. Um, I think a lot of other people, a lot of other Hispanics, can also agree to that. Yeah. Because it's like your parents came here to America. They sacrifice so much you know and like they put everything on the line for you and for you to get ahead in life and sometimes I think those parents have trouble seeing that maybe college isn't the best option for everyone or so they just push it just push it even and one of the things that sucks is that of course college is always a good option usually but you know because personally i value education a lot but sometimes you know you put yourself in debt um for something that may not even work out yep so yep well um so i'm the only one some both my parents went to college but i have four younger siblings mm-hmm. um and so i'm the oldest of four and none of them have gone to college except for i have okay and i think for me the advice i gave them was know what you want uh, before you go and don't go when you're just 18. Yeah. Because mm-hmm. uh, I saw a lot of friends go when they're 18 and now work at Subway or work yeah. in the factories. It's mm-hmm. like you just spent 40 plus thousand dollars and that you have to pay off and now you work at a factory. Like, yeah. There's no need to go to college. Mm-hmm. And you're, you're, for me, it worked out really well. But I was an exception from a lot of my friends. So. Yeah. But. I don't think I had as much pressure, but definitely culturally, there was pressure to go to college. I think just across the board for our generation, there's been a little bit of yeah. pressure to go. And I think it probably has amplified a little bit more mm-hmm. in your community. Um, but I just, yeah, it's like, I don't know. I don't know. <laughs> I don't know what the right advice is. Because at one point, you go to college and you make a ton of money. Yeah. But you get a job right away and, you know, 
I, I, uh, I think maybe you retweet it. Joe, stop oh, it. He just wants oh. some love. <laughs> <laughs> so, yeah, sorry. Uh, he gets love. I promise you. He gets love. Uh, I saw you re- I think it was you that retweeted something about $13 an hour, but you need a bachelor yeah. to apply for that. And it's like, go work at Aldi's and make right? $16 an hour. I make $14 right now Dang. at my current like college job or my part-time during college full-time during summer job and it's like ooh, this is scary yeah yeah uh, yeah i think the opportunity to grow is higher in college degree mm-hmm. stuff so so hopefully I you're think, not working 13 dollars yeah, the rest of your life i think the big thing that college is now it's not like oh well you have a degree and so you should know what you're doing it's no it's when you're in college you have to make connections and you kind of have to like learn how to you know, um, get connected with other people, which is unfortunately something that not a lot of college kids um, have the ability to do or are good at. Um, Like, you can be very intelligent and have very good grades, but if you maybe, yeah, you're maybe antisocial or have, like, some social anxiety, it's tough. Like, personally, I don't really come across as being, like, a person with social anxiety, but I do get it a lot. And so, like, it like the thought of like trying to connect with people it's like oh shoot like i don't know if i can do this yeah you're doing a great job right now <laughs> thank uh, you yeah definitely i would never guessed. <laughs> but yeah um it's unfortunate because it's not an even playing field you know not everyone with a college degree has the same opportunities set in front of them when they graduate yeah no 100 percent, 100 percent. uh people okay i'm gonna let them out <laughs> Okay, guys, I am taking over this podcast now. <laughs> I have a fence in the backyard, so it's so nice. No, I think it is. It's um, it, people who I've gotten all my jobs through connections that I've made because I worked hard for it. But some people get those connections mm-hmm. handed to them. Yeah, exactly. So like, I know. Oh, my a, mom knows someone. Well, here's a job. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, I know someone that I went to college with, and her dad is a large pastor mm. in this sort of place, and she's pretty high up at one of our V factories. Yeah. I mean, there's... The guy goes to this church. You know yeah. what I mean? Like, it's like... I mean, there's nothing, like, surfacy like, level wrong with that. You know, you take advantage of, like, the gotta, opportunities yeah. that you are given. You got to be smart about it. Yeah. But, you know, not everyone has the same opportunities. Yeah. So. Yeah. I think an important thing to do is like if you do have the opportunity, you know, and you are blessed, is to bless others. Yeah. Hundred percent. Yeah. Yeah. Hundred percent. You should definitely if you're the thing, good things are happening to you, you should spread out yep. those blessings. Mm-hmm. When you do that, you get more. Yeah. That's exactly. From my experience, that's what. Yeah. And one of my models is that you know if the people around you aren't doing well, then you're not doing well. Yeah. Yeah. That's so good. That's cool. So what are you passionate about? There's a lot of things. Um, Twitter. <laughs> there's some dumb answers to that okay. question. There's some decently good ones. Yeah. <laughs> um, let's do the smart ones. <laughs> I am very passionate about um, create, like creative expression. And I started out at Goshen as an art minor. And then I dropped that because I didn't have room. But, you know, I fucking love art and making art. Oh, yeah. Yeah. That's one of my big passions in life. 
sucks though in college you don't really have extra time to do that kind of stuff yeah yeah college is gonna be the same as real life too yeah yeah really fine it's gonna be tough. yeah but you know i'm really glad that my um career is um another thing that i'm really passionate about um i don't know if i mentioned this i don't think so i'm a marine um science major and yeah i fucking love it and i (laughs) i I fell in love with the ocean and it's like being underwater and you know the complexity of such a beautiful system that we don't really get to see yeah every day yeah it's totally masked Mm -hmm. like it's covered but there's such i think we talked a little bit about this there's being underneath the water it's so calm Mm-hmm. But there's so much energy down yeah, there too. Yeah, so much, so many things that can kill you, which is so, awesome. Yeah. I love it. <laughs> Scary as shit. <laughs> Scary as shit. Like I would, I would go out. I was in Florida. I would like, just like swim out there. I'm like, oh fuck. <laughs> swim back. Like, no, 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 I don't want to be out there. I like, my mind would start tripping out. Yeah. Yeah. When like algae touches your foot, and you're like, yeah. oh my god. <laughs> yeah. What is going on? That's cool. So, what do you want to do with that? Like, what's the what's the goal? The Oof. near-term goal, I think long or long-term, I don't know. Okay, both? both. I can talk about both. If you have, yeah, if you have both. Ooh, so, um, short-term goal would probably be to get into a master's program. Okay. Which is pretty difficult in this field. Um, but my long-term goal is um, I really want to be like a um, conservationalist. So, okay. yeah. Yeah. DNR officer. Maybe. Roll in and yeah, roll up with that gun. Be like, <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I'm packing. I'm packing. I saw a guy at Walmart, uh, over by, I don't know, over by uh, was like was Sam's Club, Staples, La Chili's, that Walmart over that way, and mm-hmm. um, he was a DNR officer and he was just like straight packing. Like, <laughs> oh jeez, he's getting like one of those yellow uh, or orange life vests. Oh yeah. I was like, okay, right. what's up, dude? They work hard. They work hard. There's yeah. a lot of dumbasses out there that don't know Poaching, how to drive boats and yeah. like drunk yeah. shit. Yeah, yeah, don't know how to drive boats. Mm-hmm. Yeah, um, and just doing illegal stuff. Thinking yeah, they can do whatever they want. Mm-hmm. That's cool. So how would you do that before you get your masters? You think, or is that um, just an idea right now? It's probably just like an idea, like one of the paths that I'm considering. Um, I would really love to do research. Yeah. Yeah. Just being in the lab and being out in the field half the year and then being in back in the lab is something that... Understanding yeah. what you're just doing. Yeah. About to go do something else. Try yeah. to figure that out. Traveling. All that shit. Hell yeah. Yeah. Nothing wrong with traveling. <laughs> That's fun. Yeah. That's cool. So where will you get your master's? Oof. I don't know. Um, I'm really thinking about the West Coast, you know. I like the San Diego area. I fell in love with that area. And I love the Keys as well, the Florida Keys. So, I don't know. Anywhere that's warm with water, I'm I'm good with that. Yeah. Can you surf? You uh, surf? No, but that's one of my goals <laughs> is to learn how to surf. I just got my scuba certification. Oh, so okay. All right. Okay. That's one step that... That's pretty light. Yeah. Oh, that's cool. I know Florida does a really good job at conservation mm-hmm. as opposed to other states. Yeah. Um, they they have a very good, like, they're very strict about what you can and can't, like, kill and do. And they mm-hmm. have a certain number of tags and stuff. And they really yeah. try to but maintain. But kill all the zebrafish. Please, if you're in Florida, kill all the zebrafish. They taste amazing. 
and they're not natives. So ah, so they're yeah. invasive species. Yeah. Um, zebrafish are are they the sheep's head? Is that what they are? They have like little teeth. Or... They're the ones with like. They yeah, they look like zebras, and they and they're fish. <laughs> Hold up, I'll show you a picture because I think I caught one while I was in Florida. Yeah, caught that in a mahi mahi, which was Ooh, super I love mahi mahi. It was so tasty. It's so good. I know. There's nothing like fresh fish. Mm-mm. Mm-mm. Like it. And I'm not even like a big seafood person, but fresh fish. Mm-hmm. Same. Yeah, I'm not a seafood person at all either. But when it comes to like fresh fish, I'm like, well, okay, yeah. I am. Real fish. Yeah. They're, any seafood here in, in Goshen? Um, big yeah. no that. I used to love calamari until I had an internship where I had scrape octopi off the bottom of a boat. And no way. It's not a fun sensation. It is not. not a fun sensation? Nope. Twitter, you know, don't use straws. Yeah. The whole save the turtles. Yeah. I Okay. I want to bring Speak this up. Speak on it. Speak on it. <laughs> because, all right, while well, that is, you know, reducing your waste, of course, is always a good option. But I think one thing that it does is that it places blame on the wrong people. Like, okay, every day, like, we do we do um, contribute to pollution and to the pollution of the air and of the ocean. But it's kind of like we're the scapegoat to these corporations, like these big corporations that are dumping waste every single day into the ocean and into the air. You know? And it does come back to Where us. Humans are know? the scapegoat. Yeah. Like um, the, the everyday, people, yeah. The everyday person. Are oh, you using a straw? You're a terrible person. Yeah, because of that, that, yeah. that, yeah. that is what kind of like gets me. Um, you know, this whole like, oh, we should use bamboo, um, bamboo Our toothbrushes. Stra- like, okay, yeah, good option. Yeah, good option. But, uh, what else can we do? You know, what kind of like policies can we change? Yeah, you know. Or how do we? In- so I heard this argument. Don't know if this is a little different but i heard someone talking about you know what we need to do is have businesses innovate so that paper straws are cheaper than plastic straws Mm -hmm. so Mm -hmm. the average person it's not it's a no-brainer yeah like why would i choose the plastic straw when the paper one is cheaper yeah so change consumerism change consumerism and there's there's a lot of different cultures that are not our own who are also affecting pollution china Mm -hmm. india and they're gonna look at it and they're gonna be like I don't have a lot of money. I'm going to buy whatever's cheapest. Yeah. So we may change our whole culture in the U.S., but that's just such a small thing compared to all of China who are using plastic straws and throwing it in the same ocean. Mm-hmm. So if we find out a, an easy way to make paper straws or biodegradable at such a cheap level, yeah. they're going to make that decision too. You know, because it's yeah. about, it's, for them, it's like we're living in poverty. We're going to buy the cheapest thing. Mm-hmm. So how do you change the way that they buy the things? I think that would be a much better solution than just putting guild on everyone. Yeah. Yeah. It is a very complex situation though. It's Super. a very give and take, like who who's causing what and, and why. the corporations are yeah. doing terrible. Corporations things, are yeah. but we're the ones buying from corporations, so like Right. Where where like do you really start from? Yeah. I, yeah. I don't know. <laughs> I mean it's getting even worse. Our consumerism is getting even yeah. worse. Like I'm one thing I'm passionate about is technology. So I work in technology, but Mm -hmm. I'm also like very, very aware of how it's affecting my life. And like they're advertising at such a good level. Like they can hear what we're talking about and advertise that. They're literally putting thoughts in our heads before we even realize it. I'm going to say 
jalapeno cheese and then later i'm gonna look at my phone and there's gonna be an ad for jalapeno cheese hell yeah i don't even eat cheese <laughs> she's not dairy guys she's not dairy uh, yeah but so i think consumerism is only ramping up yeah so it's like oh geez and we're just we're just the the tip like we're the the America right now is the tip. Yeah. Once everyone else gets the same technology, the consumers mm-hmm. are just going to explode. Because imagine if everyone in India has a, has a smartphone and they have the ability to advertise to them and know exactly what they want. Yeah, it's crazy. It's a little scary. <laughs> <laughs> like, All these advancements, but at yeah. the same time, you know, but there's I'm a lot going good back. stuff, too. Yeah. yeah. There's a lot of good stuff. It's just we're in the Wild West. Figuring it out <laughs> as we go. Yeah. Yeah. That's what I believe. That's one thing I'm passionate about. But So... You're passionate about, um, so where are other things you're passionate about? Okay. Um, dogs. Dogs. (laughs) I love dogs. Okay. I'm sorry. I always have to work that into a conversation. Uh, do you have any dogs? I have one dog. A very, very old, sweet, smelly dog. Oh, okay. Yeah. She's 13. Oh, she's about to be 13 this next month. She had like that, that wet dog smell or like just smelly because... She just. She uh, smells mint. like used socks. <laughs> okay. Uh, yeah. I yeah. take her baths. Okay. It's it sounds like I don't, but I do. She just, you know, old lady smell. I don't know. <laughs> yeah. Old, old lady dog smell. Yeah. That's yeah. Cool. I think it just happens. So, um, do you want more dogs? Yes. Okay. I definitely uh, want to rescue a bunch of old, big, ugly dogs. Is really my goal <laughs> have them on the beach with you yeah you're just like exploring all the dogs that no one wants at the shelters that's those are the dogs i want oh yeah, yeah. that's uh, that's that's awesome <laughs> um i rescued greyhounds for a while yeah so like, we would get them from florida where they would run them on tracks and stuff mm-hmm. and then i'd foster them until someone wanted to adopt Aww. them that was a cool experience it was a bad experience and it was a good experience yeah, yeah. you just see animals that no one's loved yeah it just hurt it's like oh it's like bringing that back to life. Mm-hmm. It's, it's a very rewarding feeling. So Yeah. Is that still legal? Um, in some states it is. Oh. some states it's not. I don't think in Florida. In Florida it's completely illegal now. Mm, that's uh, good. Yeah. I think so too. Because <laughs> they were treating these animals like garbage. Like actual garbage. Like they were... Like the animals I get were afraid to even like look at me. Because they got beat. And one place that we, that we got dogs from... Got shut down because they found like eighteen hundred bodies of dogs. Oh my god! Yeah. So if they didn't perform, they kill them and put them. Like damn. Yeah, it's not good. It's a sick, nasty place. Like, sorry, this is about you. This podcast about you. (laughs) No, I want to. I want to hear this. So like when I got the dogs, they were afraid to walk on this floor because they've never like they couldn't see it. Oh. So and they would not walk upstairs because they had never seen stairs in their life. Wow. And they're like three or four years old. Never mm-hmm. seen stairs in their life. They were afraid. Big ass dogs. I'd like carry them upstairs. Oh. And so they just like poop and pee everywhere. <laughs> but yeah. It was a great experience. Yeah. It's tough, but it was a great experience. Joe's way easier. <laughs> it's so much easier. So are you a cat person? I've I've had a cat, you know. Love hate relationship with cats. Yeah. I think they're um they're cool animals. They're cool. Um, but maybe not my person for my personality you know yeah. i like being able to like go on runs and stuff with my dogs yeah. and like you know want them to want me <laughs> yeah yeah exactly. cats are more like independent 
They're that. way more of a pet. They yeah. don't want to love you. Yeah. <laughs> Until like, yeah. But then when they do come up and cuddle to you, maybe it's, it's a little, you know, a little more special. Yeah. Is, yeah. I am more of a dog person as well. Mm-hmm. But cats are cool. I think I'm allergic to cats. I had a roommate in Florida who had a cat. And she, mm-hmm. Yeah. She was rough. So. Yeah. I used to have a rabbit and I was very allergic to it. <laughs> really? Yeah. Do you have it for 4-H? Um, no, no I just, just I just had a rabbit. Okay. Did you participate in 4-H at all? No. Okay. That's a huge thing in this community. Yeah, it is. Is it not a Hispanic thing? Like, um, yeah, no, it's not really. It's not at all. Okay. Yeah. Um, my little sister did 4-H for like okay. one year and she was like, I don't like it. <laughs> I don't like it. Yeah. 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 So I can't say whether I like it or not because I've never experienced it. But yeah. do you go to the fair though? Yes. What's your favorite stand? Or what's your favorite food? Fair food. Mm. Favorite fair food. I, for some reason, really like the corn dogs. Even though you can get them anywhere, anytime. (laughs) They're good. The full long one. Oh, my gosh. Oh, God. Now I'm thinking about it. Elephant ears definitely are a Mm go-to. Funnel cakes. I'll do funnel cakes, too. Yeah, I think um, that or I always get Nelson's. And Nelson's just hits. Yeah, the yeah. potatoes. Oh my gosh! The potatoes yes, <laughs> potatoes are so good, and they always yeah, potatoes are good. Potatoes <laughs> are good. That's cool. Um, so I'm jumping all over the place. You're but, fine. Okay, what are other women who? So your mom is someone who is mm-hmm. just a strong woman in your life. Yeah. Do you have other women that you would say are have been influential in your life or? Um, whether it's like I'm guessing you went to Goshen High School yeah yeah, like teachers or people that maybe are I don't know if your parents are still going to church people from mm-hmm. the church or family members or friends of the family college college professors yeah I definitely one of um, the women I look up to um, besides my mom is my best friend she went to Goshen High School with me uh, joined the Marines and I think she's like one of the biggest like reasons that um, like I got through a lot in high school and in the beginning of college was because of her. That's awesome. Yeah. She sounds like a badass. She is, she is a badass. <laughs> yeah. If you're a Marine, uh, where'd you go to basic in, uh, California or, uh, North Carolina? North Carolina. Oh, damn. Yeah. That's even yeah. more intense. It's humid as fuck. Yeah. And the all those, and yeah. All those, um, what do they call them? We, in no Florida, it's, yeah, in yeah. Florida, no scenes, but I don't think that's what they call them there in uh, North Carolina. I, I think they just call them, like, or... flea bugs or something. Yeah. Good for her. Yeah. Dang, I bet she just destroys. What does she do in the Marines? Um, so, right now, she's deployed, and, like, she is a cook. Like, they work hella hard all day, all day, every day on the boat, or on uh, the ship. Sorry. Wow. She gets mad when I call it a boat. It's a ship. <laughs> it's a ship. <laughs> Yeah, so she's on deployment right now. But yeah. Morelia, if you're listening, hi, I love you. <laughs> <laughs> Shout out, what was her name? Morelia. Mar- I'm not gonna yeah, you, you. Shout out to her. <laughs> <laughs> That's, I'm, I'm terrible at pronouncing names, even like white names. I'm bad at it, so it's like that's both. I like, so you're, can you say your middle name again? Sarai. 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 Did I say that right? No. <laughs> Sarai. It's like Sarai. 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 Yeah, close. Sorry. No. Okay. I like it, though. I like it. It's, <laughs> that is very unique. It's very unique. Kayla's you know, cool, too. Kayla, Kayla's spelled different, but it sounds basic. 
Yeah, how is Kayla spelled? Uh, K-E-I-L-A. Oh, that is different. Yeah. Kayla with a Y. So I get called Kila, Kila, Kyla. How was that going growing up in school? Oh, that was annoying. Yeah, especially when we had um, substitute teachers. They didn't know what to do. Yeah, they didn't know. Oh, man. That's how it was. I mean, Timon, Timo is very... Yeah. People, I get so many different variations. <laughs> and try calling someone, like Kayla at least, they're like, oh, Kayla. But when I'm like, hi, my name's Tim. And they're like, what, what? <laughs> that so it's annoying. I do a lot of cold calls. So I'm like calling a bunch of random people. It's like, it's tough. <laughs> yeah. It's interesting. Yeah. So you went to Goshen High School. Goshen mm-hmm. School Systems all your life. Yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. What was that experience like? Um, Good and bad. Um. I really appreciate like growing up uh, in such a richly Hispanic culture. Yeah. Yeah. You know, you know, it's you know, when you see people that look like you, you know, and have similar backgrounds to you. It's it's comforting. Yeah. Yeah, that's super cool. Yeah. Yeah, you 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 almost have like two cultures. Yeah. You grew up in two cultures. Yeah, basically. I would say like your home life culture, which is I mean, everyone grows up in their home. But, mm-hmm. like, also the Hispanic culture, but then also, like, Goshen culture, mm-hmm. which is influenced by Hispanic culture, but yeah. it's also influenced by so many other cultures, too. Like, we have a Russian and an Amish and a white. Yeah. I mean, it's, like, <laughs> such a... Yeah. Yeah, go, Goshen's pretty diverse. Yeah. When you think about it, it's like, wow, okay. I it really drilled into me one time when I was at the Chinese Supreme Buffet, um, and I heard people talking Spanish and Chinese and Dutch and English. i'm just like i'm hearing four different languages yeah like this is so cool so, <laughs> and for such a little town yeah that's amazing you know yeah it's not i mean i like i've met people from you know who, who came here from germany you know mm-hmm. people who come from like the college brings a bunch of random people too yeah you know so it's like that's cool too super diverse mm-hmm. there's Gershon's had some shitty history but i think it's yeah. getting better yeah so. you hear about the whole um mascot thing the, the red redskins yeah redskins changed Hawks. to red hawks yeah i was there for that um i wasn't in college or in Gush- so i didn't go to Goshen okay school at all okay i was homeschooled so i was like super sheltered <laughs> um so it didn't really affect me but i knew people were pissed about it and i knew people mm-hmm. were like it needs to change mm-hmm. so i don't yeah. do you at first i was like well why are they gonna change it yeah. you know like i grew up being a redskin yeah and like, I didn't, at first I didn't see anything wrong with it. Yeah. But you know, as I got older and I started hearing like these other perspectives, I realized though, it is, you know, insensitive. Yeah. yeah. I thought what really hit it home for me is the Potawatomi Association of South Bend or like there's like the whole Indian tribe that used to be in this native area. Mm-hmm. Like the leaders there came and gave a $75,000 grant to Goshen when they to changed change. it or yeah. something like that. Like we yeah. respect what you guys are doing. They're they're super rich because they own all the casinos, <laughs> which is not it's a terrible stereotype, but it's a real stereotype. Yeah, you know. Um, but it they also like the Trail of Tears started, and well, not Goshen, but Wabash. You can mm-hmm. go and see the the start of the Trail of Tears. Yeah, which is so fucked up. Like, yeah. Oh yeah, we just kicked you out, and then you had to travel to mm-hmm. Oklahoma, and so many people died, and it was not good. Yeah, so, it's unfortunate. It wasn't even that long ago. Yeah. yeah, think about it. Yeah, eh, a little over a hundred years, but that's like two generations. Yeah, two generations. It's crazy. So, the U.S. has changed a lot, which is for the better. Hopefully, hopefully we're not regressing, but progressing. Yeah. 
That's what we want. That's what we want. <laughs> but I think what really solidified in my mind when Trump became president was uh, I can't, I have to care about my community. Because those are the people who, whether people come and try to take Hispanics away, they're going to have to go through people who are in the community to mm-hmm. do that. And my neighbors are actual people and they're not just like immigrants or illegal immigrants or whatever. They're actually caring people who put into my community. So yeah. like that's what I have to care about. Like and hopefully I don't know I don't know if it had I know one person got deported in Elkhart, I think. I remember reading something like yeah, that. Yeah, I, I remember. Yeah. Uh, but I, it hasn't been as widespread as I feared. I could be wrong though. I don't know. But I know there's a lot of fear now. And like these they're my neighbors. She's a school teacher at Concord and she just told me how the so the Hispanic community was so active in like parent teacher stuff, and mm-hmm. after the Trump election, they've just like we're not really sure if we can go out or if we can do stuff like that. Yeah, and so like that, that's sad because they we want them to be part of our community, and it's mm-hmm. sad that this has put that yeah barrier. And I've seen that within my own family and stuff. Really? Yeah. Yeah. So, um, it was hard before, and now it's just that much harder. That much harder. Yep. What do you think people in our community can do to help with that? Um, I guess just letting people know like where you stand and that because, you know, people who um, aren't here, here legally, they go out and they're not sure like if that white person, if they can trust that white person, you know. You yeah. don't want to be like stereotyping people, but you sometimes you have to. Yeah. You know, for yeah. your own safety and for your family's safety. Yeah. And that's a you know big risk that they take. That's like a huge even risk. confiding like, oh, I'm a legal immigrant. That that can be a big risk. Yeah, that can yeah. be a huge risk. Mm-hmm. That's tough. I have a, a bunch of friends who are illegal or dreamers, mm-hmm. and it's like, yeah, but they're not, like they are Mexican, but they're from Goshen. Yeah. I mean, they, you know. they come. I'm going to let my dog. He's barking. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. You're fine. Joe, hi. Nope. Come back in. Peanuts. Stop watching. Um, yeah. No, I, that's, that's really good to know. So, to, to, to say, you know, we stand with you. Or yeah. to be more just like, hey, you know, this is where I am at personally. I want to let you know, like, this is how I feel about these situations. Or, or this is how I feel about you guys in our community. Yeah. Just being outspoken about that. Yeah. And if it's a negative thing, I guess if what people are, if the people are very outspoken and negative, then you know, okay, let's not fuck with that guy. Mm-hmm. I guess. I don't know with that. But like, if it is more like, I, I want to be an ally. I want to be someone who yeah. um, supports just you. voice that. Okay. You know, it's probably one of the most important Voice things. Yeah. yeah. Voice it. That's good to know. I, I appreciate that. That's that's good. That's I mean I'm very vocal anyways. So it's <laughs> like you know you gotta <laughs> gotta be. I don't know. I think I think there's a lot of a lot of people in Goshen who care about that part of the community. Yeah, that's one thing I like about this community. Um, they do a lot for Hispanics. Yeah. Well, it's crazy. I don't know. Um, I'm part of the Goshen Chamber uh, of Commerce, and a couple of years ago, like we had 500 Hispanic businesses in our community, and only two of them were part of the chamber. 
Oh. Oh, wow. Yeah. It's yeah. like, okay, 500 businesses. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? There's 500 businesses and we only have two. We should at least have like 50, at least 10%. Yeah. You know, like they need, their voices need to be heard. They need to be having conversations. Yeah. They need, a, they're part of our commerce. Yeah. And one of the things is like, you know, sometimes they may not think that they can take part in like the community when in reality they should be part of the community. You know, they are part, they live here and they yeah. contribute to the economy. They have lived here for a yeah. long time. Pay taxes. Yep. Pay taxes. Mm-hmm. You hear that, Trump? Mm-hmm. We pay taxes. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Not, you know, pay taxes or not, you buy stuff which has sales tax on it anyways. Yeah. Like it's, there are so many ways. You get that taken out of your paycheck. Yeah. You, you know, you pay taxes for your business or whatever. Yeah. You know. It's, it's tough. And I think it's, it's stupid because we have so many jobs. Uh, this house previously to me buying, like to, to me getting this house, um, was a rental. And I knew the guy who rented it. And he said there's a bunch of people who lived here, like a bunch of Hispanic families that lived here. Mm-hmm. Not a problem. But they they had purchased green cards or purchased social security numbers. Mm-hmm. And they just got screwed because one of the guys who worked here, you know, he purchased a social security number. He was working and his check was 600 bucks. But the person he had purchased, the social security number he purchased had to pay for child support. So the even oh, guy, okay. this guy did not have children. Under this he, thing. he was just pay. trying to have a way to make money. Yeah. In a factory. He paid, out of his $600 weekly check, he paid 400 of it to oh, child wow. support. So he's only working 80, 40 hours for $200. Yeah. You know? That's crazy. It's like, that's a shit that's I, a I shit didn't even hand. think about that. That's like, a shit hand to have. And yeah. And so they couldn't pay the rent. You know what I mean, so mm-hmm. I don't know what they did, but yeah, uh, that's what he was telling me previous to me purchasing. So I was like, "Man, that's tough." And he's like, "I, I really cared for him, but they couldn't pay the rent, and they just have been." Oh wow! What can we do? You know? Yeah. So it's like I don't know. Yeah. It's tough. That's tough. Yeah. How do we? How do you? There shouldn't be social security numbers, and the Amish don't have social security numbers. Just gonna tell you that. So. Right, and they're from where? Yeah, from like, here. Yeah, right? yeah, exactly. Well. It's a religious reason. Yeah, and they they immigrated here. So they definitely we did. all immigrated here, okay? Yeah, yeah. Actually, you know what? Hispanics are closer to being, you know, native, native here. Hundred percent. Yeah. Depends. Depends on how Spanish you are. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> I've seen some pretty <laughs> Spanish people. I'm uh, not. I'm not that Spanish, so yeah. I have a lot of Mesoamerican blood. But you know. Yeah. Is that the natives that were in Central America? Yeah. The yeah. Meso in Mexico. In Mexico. So. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So yeah, and like, look at the Native Americans. We don't even treat them like oh, yeah. Americans either, and you know, They're a lot of us are European descent. I was, um, I was listening to the. So the great thing about audio is you can listen to so many different things. I was listening to Declaration of Independence and our Constitution, and um, we still don't recognize Native Americans as people of our of our uh, of America. Really? They have their own sovereign lands inside yeah. of America, but they're not right. Americans. Okay. <laughs> Isn't that messed up a little that bit? That is messed up. <laughs> Who is more American than Native Americans? Yeah, I know. It's, it's tough. And there's so much we can learn from their culture. And I think um, I think when the Protestants, the Puritans, came over on the Mayflower and colonized, there was an option, there was a chance to integrate and mingle. And I think both cultures would have done really well because I feel like Protestant culture is very rigid and strict and the American Indian culture was very spiritual and they cared about, you know, like 
every single mm-hmm. item had uh, every single object had a name like a name that they had a spiritual yeah. name. so trees were actually living things that they cared about and they had such a respect for the earth and stuff i and so i feel like if they would intermingled with the spirituality and the discipline would have intermingled we would have a really cool culture yeah it's unfortunate <laughs> it is unfortunate so so how do we get back to that you know i mean that's just us having conversations and talking about <laughs> it and and thinking about stuff yeah yeah a lot of stuff runs through my head so yeah. <laughs> good to talk it out heck yeah <laughs> That's good. Talk it out. Yeah. We've been going for an hour. Oh, really? Yeah. Can no. you believe that? I thought it was like 20 minutes in. <laughs> we were just, I don't even know. I still have some questions. I don't, we don't have to go, uh, we, but we could. Um, oh, yeah. I have a question for you. Um, I have two questions for you, actually, that we haven't answered. What um, what, uh, what things do you like about Goshen Community? I think we kind of hit a bunch of this stuff. But. Yeah, we did hit a little bit of what I like. Um, so, yeah, just um, a good amount of, you know, Goshen people support, you know, Hispanics and other immigrants from other countries, you know, other cultures. And I really like how it's, you know, it's so, like, mixed and diverse here in Goshen. And, you know, it is a little town, but... We have people from all around the world, which is great. A lot of cool, different perspectives. People yeah. have lived like very unique lives, and that that really um, affects um, a lot of what's going on here. And I I really like it. it's cool. Yeah. That is cool. Yeah, that is it's very interesting. For sure. Yeah. That is one thing I like about Kosha. It's a small town. Yeah, and it's very like art centered yeah creativity is very much um push a thing yeah yeah it's like celebrated yeah like yeah like i didn't even um realize that there was so much here until i started working downtown and you know there's like the art house and like the theater and like a lot of cool events that go on down there where like a lot of people mix and just have a good time. Yeah. Creativity is, there's a real atmosphere of creativity downtown. Mm-hmm. The art walk. You yeah. Know, I love it. I absolutely mm-hmm. love it. And we, like, even, we talked a little bit about the Elephant Bar. Elephant Bar's bringing in stand-up com- comedians. Like, I love that. <laughs> That's so freaking I might have cool. To, I might have to see if I can get in there. <laughs> yeah, and they're bringing bands Just and kidding, stuff. I'm not funny. You could definitely, I want, yeah, what, uh, are you a, a comedian, Loki? Uh, very lucky. Really? That was actually one of my um, dream careers when I was younger. And then I realized that maybe I'm not that funny. <laughs> <laughs> or maybe people just don't understand my comedy. Yeah. My humor. Well, there's 7 billion people. So I'm sure like, if you can get 50,000 of them to understand, they might also get <laughs> a show. You make some money off of that, right? <laughs> maybe. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, that's cool. Um, yeah, that's good. Okay. Here's a little bit more intense question. Ooh, okay. Ooh. So, I, obviously, uh, obviously, for listeners at, at home, I'm a man. <laughs> <laughs> so, um, I don't understand this, and that's why it would be cool to hear what, what your thoughts are on this. But okay. what do you think are a few things women in your peer group are facing today in our culture? Hmm. Like, that's something I, I, I have an idea, but mm-hmm. I don't know if my idea is correct. Okay. Um. And it, and it could be a bunch of different things. Mm-hmm. And it comes back to technology as yeah. an idea. But. I've felt a lot of pushback 
from the male community Mm. um especially since i'm pretty outspoken you know i like to be independent and like i like to feel strong and i feel like i really tap into my masculine energy a lot and i think um there's a group of men out there that really push back against that and you know are afraid of that of like especially in this generation like how strong you know women have been able to become yeah and we're not even like at our potential because there's still so much that in society that is against us yeah do you find that it's a certain section of men like uh you know uneducated or white or Mm -hmm. is it like from like from your culture as well or what is it just it's just a a section of men across the board Ooh, it's definitely from all cultures i have to say even in my own culture, there's is a lot of machismo. Machismo. Lo- yeah. A lot of that. The macho. <laughs> yeah. Mex- the, yeah. 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 And, you know, my parents have always raised me to be, like, a strong badass. But even then, there's some things that I've had to explain to them. You know, like, okay, this is maybe this is normal for this for our culture, but that doesn't mean it's right. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Interesting. That's cool. So that's something that you've dealt with. What do you think? Uh, is that something that a lot of women are dealing with? Yes. Okay. All women. All women. Yeah. All women. Yeah. Yeah. Especially um, once women, you know, acquire that power. The yeah. ability to be independent. Yeah. 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 Uh, I've, I see a lot of guys manipulate women so that they aren't independent. Yeah. And it's like mm-hmm. almost... Uh, I, I tweeted a little bit about this today as about identity, but I think that people are afraid to let certain, well, when, let women have identity. Yeah. And so they want to, they want to mask that and yeah. they want to, to hinder that. It's like men find it. their identity in the power they have over women, over women, yeah. which is not it's okay. Not, no. <laughs> yeah. That's a very bad. I, and I feel like part of that is maybe men need to be, empower feel empowered themselves to so that they don't feel the need to um see women as weak or try to make them weak because yeah. i mean Such a what do we mood. want we want equality you know yeah and um yeah it's just it's it's crazy to me that men some men um are insecure enough to have to bring down women but you know, yeah, I think um, men on a whole uh, don't have a lot of maturity. Yeah, and it's, I'm not I'm not saying these things to bash men. You know, I think there's you know men may be better at some things than some women, but that's okay. Like that doesn't mean you're better than me. Yeah. No. Yeah. I think uh, I think women are a lot better at things than I. Am. <laughs> a lot of women yeah. are a lot better at things than yeah. I. Yeah. Um, but that's each person has individual characteristics. Mm-hmm. We're exactly. all different. We're all unique. Yeah. We're all valuable. So don't trash on someone just because yeah. of their gender. Yeah, everyone has an, is born with intris, intrinsic value. Yeah, and you, it's not right if you try to take that away from them. Yeah, I I totally agree. I think that's so good. Um, you want to hear the thing I was gonna say? Okay, <laughs> sure. <laughs> but I don't know because here's the thing: I'm not a woman. So I can't mm-hmm. say what is affecting women or women in my peer group. Yeah. Like I kind of, but it's not the same thing. Mm-hmm. But I just see a lot of women comparing themselves to each other. 
Mm. And I think that's just part of social media. Yeah. And I also see a lot of bashing on Twitter. Yeah. And it's like, you're sp- like for me, I want to be encouraging and I want everyone to encourage each other, mm. not to hate on each other. Like that's, it's not good to see that. Yeah. So, I don't know if that's a, something that is affecting your peer group. Um, it could be just affecting mm. my peer group. It could be different. But yeah, I, I definitely see that, like, women tearing down other women. Yeah. And, I know, see men tearing down women. Yeah. women. I see men tearing down men. So, I mean, it's happening yeah. across. Everyone's tearing down each other. Yeah, which is just not good. Yeah. But, yeah, I see a lot of... What got to me was I saw a girl who literally was like, women need to support women, and then two days later was just, like, shitting on another woman. I'm like, what are you doing? <laughs> How is that support? Yeah, so, that happens a lot. So. It's just... Yeah, sometimes you let your personal feelings get in the way. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, emotions just mm-hmm. run wild. It's not yeah. good. Yeah, uh, that's not, no, not good. So, Mm-mm. well, I guess that's kind of all my questions. I don't know if you have anything else you want to talk about. Okay. Any more passions? Any more people you want to shit on? <laughs> any more like shout outs? Uh, shout out to my dog. She's awesome. <laughs> <laughs> I love it. Um, tell us where we can find you. Like what? Instagram, Twitter. Oh, let me see if I remember them. Okay, my Instagram is, I want to say, oh, okay, it's flowers underscore K7. And then my Twitter, if you're, if you dare, (laughs) it's, what is it? It's save the bees 77. Save the bees? Is it save the bees? Wait, wait, okay, no. It's the bees knees 77. I knew it had something with bees. (laughs) She likes the bees. Yeah. I really think the bees should be saved. I'm they should. wildflowers just so mm-hmm. they could have nectar around here. So. That's good. <laughs> Care about that. So, cool. Well, thank you so much. Yeah, thanks uh, for having me. This is a good. This is a good conversation. Yeah. So, um, and we'll wrap it up. Cool. Hey guys, thank you for listening to the Timmons podcast. Uh, isn't she powerful? Like, uh, what an awesome conversation. So I I really enjoyed and is just thankful that, that she was able to come and just have conversations and and. Uh, open up a world and, and um, information that I was I was not uh, aware of. So um, I just want to thank you, thank you, Kayla, for being willing to to jump on the podcast. Uh, make sure everyone follow her on all social medias. Uh, follow me on social media as well. Nims TJ and I M T Z T J. Um, that probably is most of my Twitter hand like most of my social media handles. Um, and stay tuned for more podcasts with really cool people. Um, I just want to, I want to talk to a lot of different people in the Goshen area. Uh, so if you enjoy these, um, you know, uh, let me know. And, um, also I'm opening up for advertisements. So if you want to advertise on this podcast, holla, um, we'll put your business in here. Maybe one of the 500 Hispanic businesses in Goshen would, would be interested in, um, or any of the other places in Goshen. It doesn't matter. I don't know if you want to associate with me, but anyways, again, big shout out to Kayla really appreciate her jumping on this guys uh wasn't that an awesome awesome podcast and um yep stay tuned for more adios bye